For my fault, your fault. They go. I want easy money. We get easy money. Man, South Fort. Gang! Yeah. Hey. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Oh, you do? I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Okay, cool. They have the answers. We bought that action. We have the facts. I'm with the mayor, South Fort, and he's taking facts. Let's go. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers, I got the answers. Let's go. They have my answers, we bout that action, we having facts. I'm with the mayor, South Fortnite, he saying facts. Falcons fans, Falcons fans, all fans, Colts fans, <laughs> uh, I have the answers fans. How's everybody doing today, man? Um, as you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I had the time of my life. All right, I went up to Indianapolis, went to a Colts game. Um, man, it was everything you I expected, everything. It was one of the best experiences ever. I mean, you go in there, game day feel. Everybody's just tailgating early in the morning. They got trailers. They got the whole ordeal. Blue everywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just a cool little vibe. Um, the stadium is immaculate. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's the best or better than ours. It's just uh, just a, a really amazing stadium. Um, I love the city of Indianapolis. Wouldn't move there, but I, I, I love it to go to a game or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It was a great little vibe. Um, they had the window open like it was everything and then to go and see a Matt Ryan game winning drive ice put somebody on ice you know what I'm saying it was that was everything I could have ever got you know what I'm saying it was an amazing experience because everything I said Matt Ryan is no matter how the team is performing he's always going to be super accurate make the right decisions and always give you a chance to win and if he has the ball and it's, he has to score he's going to score and it, it put that on display. So it was it was one of the best things ever about football. You know what I mean? Um, that, that is everything football is. But there are some negatives to football. And it hurts my heart to even talk about it because we have to see it on live TV. But last week, um, week three of the NFL, um, Tua gets pushed back, head bounces off the turf. He gets up as any player would try to get up. He's a little dizzy. He grabs his head and he stumbles to the ground, try to get up real quick. And his teammates come over and try to hold him up. You could clearly see he was in pain. You could clearly see he had a concussion. Or, no, nah, I'm not going to diagnose him. You could clearly see he had an injury. Maybe it was a head injury. Maybe it was brain. Maybe it was neck, spine, back, whatever. But you could clearly see he has an injury. Right. And you're putting a display of a product out in national TV. So not just the people in the stand see that um, you almost see it at a better view at home. Thousands of people had to watch this boy's head slam off the turf. He gets up, stumbles. That's a scary sight. All right. He comes back out and plays, plays good. But clearly you saw what happened. You would think, oh, he's not coming back in anytime soon. Right. Then on a short week, we they say we have concussion protocol, you know, um, a third party looks and checks, you know, uh, see if he's okay to play. All right. Then on a short week, so you have so he plays Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday you have to play. He goes out there and plays, and now on national TV he gets slammed on his head again, 
and his fingers lock up, his mobility locks up. On national TV, he had to get out on a stretcher. That was one of the worst things about football because it's, it is a great sport. It is a, a pure sport. I love it. But there was a clear disconnect and a, a clear a no sense of care about the player. All right. Um, as a doctor, obviously, if he passed concussion protocol, that doesn't mean he, he's still okay to go out there and perform. There still could be something wrong. So you still have to evaluate. We, we saw him, his head slam off the turf, him stumble. Something has to go on there. So you have to look and, and investigate and go through all of the body parts and see if he's okay to play. Not only that, you have to evaluate, is it okay to throw him back out there with that type of injury on a short week? No. If you cared about him, you would have sat him down, said, okay, let's just try to Teddy Bridgewater. Let's, let's let him play on a short week. Let's get you 100% because we need you. We want you to play with your kids. We want you to be um, all the way there. No, none of the, especially at the height of um, the CTE talk and um, the brand of football being weakening because people are saying, I'm not going to let my kid play football. Um, you have a product to protect the, the NFL shield, the game of football, and your individual players. So, obviously, if you're a player, you're going to want to do anything you can to play. Anything. You know what I mean? Uh, there should be people in place on the team that care about you. If your son plays high school ball, your son plays rec ball, or whatever the case may be, make sure your coach cares about him to where he says, hey, he's, he's, let's sit down. I don't want to push you too hard. Because the doctors, coaches, somebody in that organization should have saw his head bounce off the turf and go to him and say, hey, Tua, we want to sit you out. That just looked ugly. We want to check on you. Instead of just helping him out to get to on the field, you know what I mean? Because he probably was like, it's not a, a it's not a concussion. Because I think they did go through concussion protocol, but it might have been a neck spine injury. So they probably was just like, whatever, on the spine. You know what I'm saying? He he said, don't even check it. I'm good. I'm walking around. But they should have investigated. They should have held him out. All right, that that's just the sum of that. Um, we will see where that goes. I do think um, Miami should pay some type of fine. Uh, or something, you know what I mean? Just because the doctors, um, they need to be reviewed. Everybody on that staff needs to just be reviewed um, because that, that just can't happen. That can't happen for the brand, um, for the player. You got to have people that care about you, especially in this game of football, because you got to protect your, the, the player from himself. The player's going to play. Tear ACL, tore back, uh, spine, anything. He's going to try to go play. All right, so... Um, that's a failure all around, not just on one person. But we'll we'll see where this goes, all right? Um, that's enough about football because that was a little distaste in my mouth. I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. That was one of the first times I watched the NFL game. It was like even before the game, I remember telling everybody, like, that boy shouldn't be playing. I, I was walking around telling people at work, like, you know, hey, that, that he shouldn't be playing. Just the, throughout the day, just thinking, man, I can't believe he's going to play. So it had a disdain and a left in my mouth, like, you know what I mean, a bad taste. So that's enough about football, man. We're going to move on to a little different topic, all right? As you know, I call myself the mayor. Um, and as the mayor, you have to evaluate and, and look and see where we can improve in the city, not just um, get people to the city and make it beautiful and stuff like that. There's uh, other maintenances, you know, that you need to do to your city to make it just an effective 
good city for its citizens. You know what I mean? Um, and that's part of my job as mayor. That's that's what I do. All right. So obviously I live in South Fulton, but I was born in Atlanta. All right. They go hand in hand because when you move here, um, especially as a black person, you might look at South Fulton, and, but work in that city of Atlanta. You know what I mean? Um, and I know the potholes have been uh, a, a huge joke in Atlanta. I know traffic is just something we put up with. Um, overcrowding, long lines, all of these things. And as I ride around, that is a sign to me that Atlanta has to grow. The infrastructure needs, if not a touching up, a whole rebuild. You know what I mean? Just like the Mercedes-Benz Stadium has, uh, you know, they, they, they went to Fulton County Stadium and uh, they just keep getting better and better. The city needs to, to take that approach. You can tell because of the potholes. All the potholes, that just, just means a lot of cars are going over this road. Like I said, traffic, um, overcrowding, um, rent going up. Just a lot of people, you know, uh, demand. Um, flooding and not just like, you know, flooding in uh, South Florida or something like that. Flooding as far as like, you know, pipes burst, um, things like things of that nature on 14th or not the 14th Street, but just in Midtown. You know, when you see a, a lot of those people that are congested, they're using pipes and the water in one area. And then you see a lot of businesses you go in and say, oh, our hot water heater's out or, oh, our water pressure's down or, you know, you hear, have a lot of those problems. Um, that's due to um, the infrastructure. So what is the solution, you ask? I think there's a couple of solutions um, and also a couple of things that we can make better in the city. All right. So stick with me, guys. Like I said, this is a different podcast, but this is something I am like kind of passionate about when I see this is my city. All right. So it's time to build different, whether that's up or down. I think... Um, you know, we're in the 20, it's 2022. We should have the the uh, fancy stuff and it's, it's okay to brainstorm about these ideas. All right. So uh, obviously there's a highway made for uh, truckers to go around the city. I think that's like 285 or something like that. Maybe, maybe not um, 85. One of those highways. I'm not for sure about the highway, but we get the busiest airport in the world. You know what I mean? Um, we get a lot of traffic business come into the to the airport, right? And then they rent a car or you just traveling, whatever the case may be. I think that, and hear me out, we should build either up or down. When I say up or down, we need to build a road on top of the on top of the highway, like a, a double highway almost to where for different purposes. Maybe there's a straight shot of from the airport to the downtown you know what i mean and there's no exits there's just a straight shot to go straight downtown maybe you want to check into your hotel that traffic shouldn't mix in with the work traffic or the the daily commute amazon people traffic you know what i mean um also we can build like you, you see in other states tunnels that go underground maybe for different purposes maybe you're trying to get to midtown to buckhead you shouldn't have to get on the highway and congest with the everyday work life uh, maybe we build a tunnel straight from Midtown to Buckhead. Things of that nature. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's time to build. These are the, the, the people of the future. When you go to school, when you send your kid to school, hopefully these are the things he's thinking about. You know, when you send your kid to be an engineer or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Um, it's time to, to critique and, and get better and, and get us into the, the future. 
because just paving on top of roads, it's we're gonna we're, Atlanta's just gonna get more traffic. So it either has to build up or down. All right. And one of the things when you you are the busiest um, city or busiest airport, you get a lot of trade. You get a lot of people flying in, a lot of people visiting during certain times of the month. Maybe they don't want to go to the beach. Maybe they don't want to go to the cove. Maybe they want to just have fun somewhere, go to a, a award show. Maybe they want to go to a concert, whatever the case may be. A lot of people come to Atlanta and South Fulton. So I would like to, to start a, a huge campaign to beautify the community. Beautify. When people land in Atlanta, I want them to say, oh, wow, look at the murals that reflect the art of Atlanta. Look at the flowers, the nice flowers on the side. Look at the lights. Look at the sidewalks. They are, oh, man, these are some nice sidewalks. And that, that's a minor detail, but it's a difference when you look in the city. We have we have to be one of the best cities in the world, so we have to look like it. You know, we got to get the shiny lights with the shiny sidewalks, with the shiny new streets, the, the best street signs that light up in the dark. You know what I mean? Uh, just stuff like that. Beautify murals, artwork, like, you know what I mean? Um, statues everywhere just to make it look good. Fountains, places, maybe put some, some lakes, places off, off the highway. Just, you know, just little things. Maybe you, uh, I don't know. You know, I'm just here to push the conversation and start it. You know, Man, other people will, will spark the ideas, but I'm the mayor. Like I said, I'm just here to start the campaigns and, and get it rolling. So beautify the city. Those are the things I want on a more personal level. Um, within the community, I would like to see a, a, a increase of care towards the rec centers. The rec centers need to be state of the art. Okay, um, you look at Sandtown, um, Welcome All, Ben Hill, those those recreational centers, Cliftondale, um, they should have the state of the art um, equipment for those kids. New footballs, new new goals. Uh, maybe not turf, because I'm not a fan of turf, but the best grass, um, better playgrounds, better fencing. Just like you know, you go out to Cobb County and you see one of those uh, rec centers that you the travel baseball goes to or travel basketball, and it's all of this nice gym and all of. We need that in Atlanta because our inner city kids love to go to rec, uh, recreational parks, and also in South Fulton because we actually breed um, athletes. We actually breed amazing athletes, and I think that'll further help um, athletes. And the more athletes you uh, produce, the more you get off the streets, less crime, and the more you have a chance for that person to go somewhere and give back. It'd be cool to have a Sandtown Day where all the athletes come back or a Ben Hill Day or Welcome All, whatever the case may be. You know, that's just cool just to so so the community can just be a little bit better. You know what I mean? All of these ideas are to, to get the the city better. You know what I mean? Um, more grocery stores in certain areas and, and better grocery stores. Um, we need to, and no offense to anybody who shops at Piggly Wiggly or, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you know those type stores. Uh, we need to do away with those stores in our communities and get better grocery stores. And the grocery stores in our communities should um, reflect the income of our communities and not what how much money they want. We They're coming in our community, you know what I mean? We should be able to control what goes in our community, grocery stores and food. That should be a voted thing. They can't just come and buy and put Wendy's and McDonald's and, and dollar stores and stuff like that. 
And then just because they say our community, okay, if you making money, you go put a, a McDonald's in the richest part of Georgia, you up their prices, but you put a, uh, uh, what's a nice grocery store? Um, we have a lot of Publixes, but you know, uh, more fresher uh things and like what's the store i don't even shop there trader joe's and stuff like that more stores like that um whole foods like just on our side of town just so they have access to better food a certain communities that you see are, are are specifically uh attacked food wise they're either food deserts or just don't have a lot of good food in that that area and we got to fix that okay no wasted land like i said we're then this is a lot i'm throwing on y'all um so i will revisit this podcast like i said this is a passion these are just a couple of notes all right um no wasted land all when land needs to be used whether it is for um beautify and make it nice and the animals off the highways is cool maybe if you you know the the hills and you see all the uh, grass maybe you cut a section out of there put some water make a water hole for animals to go and deers to go because you're cutting so much of their their land you know what i mean give them the that's a usage of the land or you you put something there but it shouldn't be any wasted land we are um, a lot of people are moving um, to Atlanta and and it is very spacious it is a lot of land so that's either build houses where you see land um, and they're, they're doing that you think that they, they don't think they aren't doing that but when I think I, I think when I wrote this no wasted land I more so meant the abandoned buildings the abandoned all of this you go down bankhead it was some abandoned store there they're changing that um you see abandoned houses you see abandoned stores or whatever the case may be not being used um shops old shops that are gated up just stuff like that we have to go and, and buy those and give it to the community and make it useful land for them nobody should just be sitting up with a gated um abandoned whatever old projects for eight years and you wait till this the perfect time that that's unfair all right, so no wasted land. Um, where are we at? Let's see. Um, I, I think. Let's see. Rainwater recycling. Um, less gas. Those are more so um, eco stuff. You know what I mean. So I'm not going to get into that right now. But I know I gave a lot of ideas. And the number one political idea or the number one political question after you, you tell somebody, you say, I want to do this, that, and the third, they're always going to ask you, who's going to pay for it? All right. And without bringing my, uh, my uh, views on taxes, I'm not going to go there because a lot of people don't agree. I got to ease y'all in on the tax conversation. All right. So without raising your taxes to give you a better community, I think all major companies in Atlanta should match federal, state, or any private funding. Um, and give back to the community. We have so many, so many companies in Atlanta. Coca-Cola. Um, where's the list? I'm not even going to pull out the list. Cause that's going to be on the next podcast. But there are so many companies that have their headquarters here that we just allow to just, you know, even Amazon, if you're going to build a warehouse in the community and they're going to complain about the community, you need to put a certain amount of money into the community and buy the sidewalks, buy the new streets, buy the new stop signs and street lights and just little stuff like that. So I think um, publicly we got to put more pressure on those companies. If you're going to move here 
and Nike might move here soon. You see Google, Microsoft, you see all of these companies that make a whole bunch of money benefit from our community, our way of life, Atlanta, and then no, they need to fork up some money. All right. Um, I think Congress just approved 45 million, uh, you know, uh, I think to, for Atlanta or Georgia to get, you know, an infrastructure bill or something like that. And there's always money being pumped in, but 45 million into a, a whole city is uh, not necessarily a lot. That might be three buildings or might be uh, spread out between, you know what I mean? We need UPS to give us 45 million for, to make a uh, foot industrial look a little better. We need Amazon to give us 45 million to make Old National look a little better because they have a warehouse that one of a big warehouse off of Old National. Um, they need to put money into to that. Um, and then we go back to my tax conversation. If they are willing to give a whole bunch more money, then as a political person, I am okay with giving those companies some tax breaks. Some of the biggest maybe they've ever seen. Especially if they work for their community. All right, I can't hate on that. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit deeper. I know I got a little off. Like you're like, whoa! I thought this is a sports podcast. Well, this is versatile. That's why I have my uh, my logo is Air Force One. It's the bottom of Air Force One because that's a versatile shoe. You can wear that anywhere. You can go to church, you can go to court, you can go on a date. You know what I'm saying? You can go play basketball in those shoes. Those are this a versatile shoe. So we're gonna be a little bit more versatile and dive into the development and of the, and the growth of the infrastructure of Atlanta. All right. And let me know how y'all feel about that. Share it. To maybe you don't share it to your sports friend this time. You send this one to uh, somebody else. You know what I mean? Just so I can um, broaden my uh, target audience, guys. All right. So I appreciate y'all for listening.